you know, our very first episode was a meet Lisa and Linda episode because we wanted you all to know what you were getting yourselves into. <laughs> we wanted to introduce ourselves and also introduce our our topic, which was living visibly over right. 50. Right. What such a good title, I have to say. Um, so it was it was just us bantering about how we live visibly. So we're kind of playing around more with that content today. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and, you know, I always think people, especially when I listen to podcasts, I want to know a little bit more personal, close, up close and personal about the host. So you and I came up with questions to ask each other. And I actually learned some things about you, Lisa, that I didn't know. Oh, you did. I know. know. We actually learned a lot about each other. This was a little bit, we went beyond the, uh, we kind of told how we live stories. Yeah. Told some stories. We asked some silly questions and some serious questions. Yeah. And we would love to hear what you think about this as you're listening. Do you want more like this? More of us just bantering about certain things? We'll try to stay on topic about living visibly and about style and beauty, but it's fun to stray off a little bit once in a while. Yeah. Right. And just be conversational. So we wanted to bring that to you today. Yeah. Did we do a good job? Do you think we did? I think we did. I had fun. Good. I think we should just dig it right into it. All right, let's go. Welcome to Living Visibly Over 50, a podcast where we chat about how to use your beauty and style to show up and be visible in a culture that says it's not our time to shine anymore. I'm Lisa. And I'm Linda. You know, the most precious time in your life starts right now. Together, Lisa and I explore all the beauty and style tools available to women over 50 that keep us connected to our feminine energy. So we're just going to piggyback off of that first episode we ever recorded, Linda. I, I was I know you just listened to it again, too, but I listened to it earlier in the week and I so that was a really fun conversation. And that was our very first episode, the Meet Lisa and Linda. I know. Episode. I told you, I thought we sounded really good for the first episode. I know. It was kind of yeah. like, you know, the sound quality wasn't as good as it is no. now. And the, and we didn't have an intro and an outro. We weren't as fancy. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> but we were but, just natural. We're natural. We were, we were having a lot of fun with it. And yeah. we um, kind of just talked about in that episode, and I encourage you as listeners to go listen to that first episode, yeah. even though we're both embarrassed about some of the quality of it, but, but go <laughs> sound quality. Anyways, listen to that because we talk about how Linda and I try to stay visible going yeah. forward in life in, yeah. in later, later and later and later and later years. <laughs> and so, sometimes maybe, it works, sometimes it doesn't. Right. <laughs> Let's face it. But it keep trying. So we thought, it would be fun to just do this, ask each other questions. So today is a playful episode. So I'm going to get started, Linda. Wait, no, you're going to get started. You're going to ask me questions. That's right. You're going to be on the hot seat, Lisa. Okay, I I am on the hot seat. Okay, I am ready. I'm ready for you. (laughs) Well, I just wanted to start out, for those who haven't listened to our first episode, I would love you to briefly tell us about yourself and where you live and 
I still love the story of how you got into the beauty industry. Okay. Okay. So um, about myself, yeah. uh, uh, name, Le- yeah. Lisa What's D. Your name? here. <laughs> Serial number. And- <laughs> nope. That's it. Yeah. That's all you're getting. Yeah. Um, and I live in Northern California in the San Francisco Bay area. And uh, what else do I want to tell you about that? Oh, anything else? Well, data-wise there? Well, you're a mom. And I think that's a very central part of how I've gotten to know you. You're just such a devoted mom and your daughter checks in with you every every time we're recording our podcast. I don't know what it is every day. Yes, always Thursdays. Thursday, every day and also every Thursday at noon, it seems to. Yeah. I think she's getting it sorted out, though. It's only been several years, but that's right. okay. Yes. Uh, sorry, I'm just getting warmed up here. Um, yes, uh, I have two kids. They have both graduated college. They both live in Southern California. They live like 15 minutes away from each other. Oh, that's They hang great. out together. It's very, cool. very sweet. Uh, pick each other up from the airport, that kind of thing. Cool. <laughs> and um, that has been the biggest part of my life and probably the most thing, the biggest thing I'm proud of is, is my kids. My work in the world is putting my kids out into the world as oh. adults. Oh, yes. I just got chills. So thank you for you asking your about children them. to fly. And now I, they've flown the, the coop. Yes. They're and out I, making yes. their own adventure. And if, and if anyone else has a son out there, or for those of you with sons out there and daughters, so the daughters call you all the time, right? And yeah. the sons, Never. <laughs> generally speaking, no blanket statement here, but generally speaking, you don't hear from much from the male species as you do from the female. Just saying, just saying, love my son. We need just- to do a podcast about that because you're not, I have a daughter, I have two daughters. So that's what I'm, I, I understand they keep in touch, but the sons of, of my friends, they don't. It's really not as much. I have heard that once they get married and then have children, there is a stronger connection in terms okay. of they feel the need to keep in touch more. So yeah. I'm waiting for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how did you get involved with the beauty industry? And that was a okay. very long time ago, right? It was a very long time ago. And and some of this I discussed on that first episode, which I'll oh, okay. let everyone go Just back and listen quick to. review. But I'll yeah. piggyback onto that. And, and my mom was a big central force around that. Yeah. My mom was a glamour woman. Uh, and I loved being a part of that. And she was the first one to say to me when I was probably 12 or so, um, you know, maybe you want to start painting your nails. You know how most kids they're saying, mom, can I do this? Mom, can I do that? Can I wear yeah. mascara? Mom, can I wear a She was the one who would say, oh, and here, what about this mascara? Colorful, colored mascara was really big at the time as it is now again. Um, but how about look at this mascara in purple? You should try that. So how was, great is that? It was very fun for me and for yeah. her to do that yeah. together. Um, but also, so when I turned 18, I got my first job at the Clinique counter at a local department store at a Macy's. And I fell completely in love with the industry. And I came oh. home one day and said to my mom, mom, I, I think I know what I want to do when I grow up. And I want to own my own cosmetics company. Oh, my God. So that didn't happen until my kids got older. Yeah. It was decades later, but yeah. it did happen. I did create that. Love it. Just yes. love it. So Lisa, when you think about your day, 
very long days, I'm sure. What is the best <laughs> part of your day? What would you say is your favorite, makes you smile inside? Do you, I love mornings. I remember as a kid, I hated mornings. I think probably everyone feels that way. Yeah. And then I loved, I loved the nighttime. Now yeah. <laughs> I love mornings and I love getting up before my husband. Yeah. The house is quiet. Uh, in fact, if he gets up early before me or at the same time as me, before I've been up awake for two hours, he's like, he won't talk to me. He walks by me very quietly. <laughs> he knows <laughs> this is, this is Lisa's quiet zone. We do not disturb her. That's so great. A quiet morning. I journal. I do a bit of yoga. I drink hot water with lemon. Um, uh, I take care of the cats, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I love that time of the day. And there, one of my favorite books is the miracle morning. I think it's called the miracle morning. If I've got it wrong, I'll, I'll link it below. Um, but it's, uh, very inspiring book and it really sort of helps you structure your morning and I've really loved that so oh definitely gosh. morning I love mornings oh, I love that yeah I'm a morning person too we share that definitely and yes. then I always want I'm always curious all my friends and acquaintances I love to know what's still on their bucket list because, you know, we say that word and it, it, you know, maybe it's lost a little bit of meaning, but it's almost like I think when we get into our 60s, 70s, mm -hmm. 80s, we mm -hmm. realize we better get going. If there's something right. on there we haven't done yet, we better get going. So what's right. on your get going list? <laughs> I like that name, get going list. I like yeah. I'm changing it to that. So the top two things that pop to mind are um, dancing. I really want to be a, a good dancer. I've always danced a little bit, took belly dance for a number of years, uh, but really am learning some of the Latin dancing right yes, now, yes. taking weekly classes. And I really want to be very comfortable on the dance floor. Wonderful. So that's a big one. And then the other one is singing, which goes hand in hand, took yes. singing lessons for a couple of years. And this was very sweet. When my son was in high school, he was part of a band at this um, sort of oh, a location, a venue for, for teens. Uh -huh. And so we used to go to his shows and stuff. Well, it wasn't just for teens. It was for all ages. When he left to go to college, I took his slot and started taking singing lessons. And my goal was to sing on the same stage with my son while he played the bass. And we did it. So, oh my um, God. I want to come go back to ultimately, uh, not there yet, not ready yet, but I want to get back to singing, singing lessons and be able to sing really well, also. And my third one, I have a third one. Oh, you did say what three things. Yeah. Uh, third one is I want to live somewhere else, another country, somewhere oh, else, maybe even just maybe that even was somewhere one else. One of in the my United questions States. where, well, where I, do you dream of living? Yeah. Well, um, I think somewhere like Italy for sure is at okay. the top of the list, but even yep. Manhattan, I'd love to live in Manhattan for not yep. for a long period of time, maybe six months. Yeah. I don't, I just want to live a few different places for a chunk of time. Yeah. I think that is so doable nowadays. Don't you? I do too. I yeah. do too. And you can really most, for the most part, take your work with you or whatever. Yeah. Your, you know, and you can are. rent. I mean, people have figured right. out with Airbnb, you can open up your home and maybe right. even trade homes. Yeah, I'll never do I'm, that. 
I'm okay. not the person who could trade a home because someone okay. else living in my home. No, I could, but my <laughs> husband couldn't. So you're I right. I know a lot of people who can. I just yeah. can't do it. I'm sorry. It's my yeah, yeah, yeah. Space. That's okay. Don't have to apologize. <laughs> now, okay. here's a question that I'm really interested in your answer. Uh-huh. What product or thing do you wish scientists would invent for beauty or skincare that they haven't oh, yet? What do you I dream totally- about? I totally have an answer for this. And in oh, fact, cool. it ties in with my morning question, because the other thing I do every single morning is I use a infrared light, red light device for skin. Yeah. It's called the near, it's called the Nira and I R a, which I believe stands for near infrared light, okay. um, near infrared. I don't know. Anyways, uh, I want someone to invent a skincare device that we can use at home that covers the whole body <laughs> and doesn't take an hour. <laughs> Not that my Nero takes an hour, but I'm just doing my face and neck and chest. And okay. Hands. I have an idea. Okay. What? what if it's like, you know how people have in-home saunas? Yes. So what if you could walk into a little room that you right. install yes. flip on the light? I mean, my husband, right. I think did this for, at his dermatologist. And, and you get naked a, a, and it does, it's, yeah, it's more for treatment. That's but, a red light room, mm-hmm. my, my guess, which is LED lights, which is also fantastic. I yeah, also yeah. use the light room with LED lights yeah. multiple times a week. But um, yes, to have a space where you could just, and I know they exist, but okay. here's what I want. I want it to be more accessible to everyone yeah, because exactly. those little rooms or those yeah. whole body devices they are so pricey and you okay. have to have space for them so sure. i want something that's i i want the un undeliverable probably i want something that's done at home yeah that is accessible to most everyone and that doesn't take an hour okay so maybe <laughs> is someone that, is listening who's an inventor who right. will make it for you I mean, it's incredible that we have what we have today, that yeah. we even have these at-home devices or yeah. these, the science has discovered these these technologies um, and these uses for light waves that can improve yeah. our skin in so many Very ways and our health, but, mm-hmm. um, but I'd like it to be easier now. Okay. No, I think that's, <laughs> that's fabulous. Yay. You had an answer for that one. That's really good. <laughs> All right. I wish it every morning. Now (laughs) we're going to look into your crystal ball and I want you to picture yourself at in your decades of the seven, your seventies and your eighties, which you are pretty far from, but it's closer than you think. (laughs) I know. 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 Well, I'm in my sixties, so it really isn't that far. I actually have a, and this was from that Miracle Morning book. I have a a story or a future me writing myself a letter. And it's actually 30 years from now. So I'm in my 90s. Oh, cool. Um, and what my life is like. But let me go back to 70s and 80s. Um, so I'm, here's, here's what I'm picturing. This is my, my vision. I am strong and fit. And mostly my biggest vision is going into future decades is being able to move through space well, like still being able to get up off the floor and off the sofa, Yeah, (laughs) Um, you know, gracefully. It's always good. And not not grunting. (laughs) Um, 
I f- I'm strong and I have great health and my mind is strong. These are the things that I see myself and I visualize this constantly. Um, and I'm living close to my kids because I might have grandkids. And even if I don't, I want to be close to my kids and my family is all very strongly connected and I'm still doing what I'm doing. I'm still helping other women feel beautiful and empowered every day, even into my eighties. Oh, because look, I'm glad because I buy your products. I don't want them to go away. They won't go away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm, I'm relieved. Okay. So Lisa, I don't know if you have a story to tell us, but I always get a laugh, you know, when I hear someone's most embarrassing or funny thing that happened to them. And I'm sure you have one that is, you know, PG, basically. (laughs) You want PG, embarrassing, funny things. Oh my gosh. I do have a funny, embarrassing thing, and it just happened to me. So I'm not actually sure I'm ready to talk about that yet. So oh. I may, let me think about that. And I have, I have, the other thing that comes to my mind is something stupid that I did back in my 20s. Okay. Do you want to hear that one? Oh, yeah. Cause we all did stupid things. So yeah. 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 So I was probably 25, 26, traveling through Europe on my own. My father had just passed away. And Now there were no cell phones, right? So nobody back home knew where I was from moment to moment. Right. So I had met a couple of Italian young boys. They were very nice. Um, And they, and I was stuck in Rome for a while because I was waiting for my uncle to wire me a little bit more money. And in those days, it took a long time (laughs) to get money there was no venmo i mean right. days it, and then i go to the where did i where was i even going i don't even know where i was going to get the money i go every day western union western union yeah something yeah. yes that, and i go every day and it wasn't there yet and i call my uncle it's not here yet uncle ed and he's okay honey i'll get you to the money i'll get you the money i just needed a little bit more need to make it through until i was going home and um so I had, I'd met these two young gentlemen. They were very friendly. We'd hang out during the day. And they said, you know, we have a, uh, a family home out in the country. If you want to get out of the city, cause I was dying to get out of Rome, the city, I was just, I needed mm. to get out of that city. Um, we can go there for just a day or so or an overnight. And I said, yes. Okay. So now fast forward, we're now driving yeah. out of the city and I'm in the back seat, and I'm thinking, huh? I'm now currently in the car with two people I don't know. Nobody in the entire world knows where I am or could find me if I disappeared. Yeah. And again, fast forward, we get to the location. All is fine. These were just lovely young men and we were friends. And I actually, they looked at me when we got into the house and they said, your face is pure white. (laughs) And so we actually started, I told them what I was feeling and they were so sweet, but they said, later told me, you know, that really was kind of stupid of you to do, wasn't it? To get in the car and go on a road trip with us could have ended badly, but it didn't. So, but Lisa, I I thought the funniest part would have been that you said that they told you we're gay. So you're (laughs) safe. And maybe they were, maybe they were. 
said back in that was in that was decades ago. Sure. They didn't want to say it. It's yeah. very possible. Very they were possible. very they were very big brotherish to me. Uh-huh. And and then the rest of the evening we, we oh. made jokes about how we were gonna have dinner and then they were gonna they were gonna kill me. I mean <laughs> But I am I am holding my breath in fear. But, but now I think I think back to yeah, that. That, that was, was really, really dumb. That was dumb. Yeah. So a little bit embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About how dumb I was. But guess what? We decision. all did that. And only by the grace of whoever you believe up there in the universe, do I you know. get through those stupid, stupid decisions. Right. A lot of people right. don't make it out of their teens and 20s. I know. Yeah. I know. Um, oh, that was really good, Lisa. Um, and you know, you kind of answered the question already that I was going to ask you what you're most proud of that you've done in your life. But I said to you, besides <laughs> raising your children, because I knew that was the you answer. You knew I was going to, that yeah. was my answer. So I guess well, it's your number two. What are you most proud of? My number two would be starting Simple Beauty Minerals and building it up to what I've built it up to on my own. It, I, it's not not a network marketing. I'm not a rep for another company. Yeah. I developed and created this brand from scratch yeah. and built it up into a brand that felt right to me and to my customers. So yeah. I'm really, really proud of that. You should be. You should be. You did a phenomenal job and are doing because it always keeps growing. And changing. Yeah. So that was really, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I learned things about you. I kind of knew you were a morning person, (laughs) as am I. And I'm curious the percentage of women that would answer that way. And Um, I wonder how many of us were not morning people in our younger decades, mm -hmm. but have now transitioned mm-hmm. to morning people. Yeah. I remember my grandmother getting up at the crack of dawn every morning to sweep her sidewalk out front. I don't sure. do that, by the way. And it's why I don't get up and sweep my sidewalk. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, that's good. <laughs> were you going to, I cut you off. What were you going to say? No, no. I did think about that this morning because I get up in at basically 6 a.m. And sometimes uh-huh. I stay in bed awake till seven but I was up at six and it's pitch dark here it's I know I don't I don't like getting out of bed before it's light I don't but it like was that. okay it was very okay. very quiet and pleasant and I think you and I I mean most of us we love yeah. that moment where no nothing is stirring not oh, even our so animals nice. they're still no. sleeping <laughs> it's you know? so nice yeah it's so nice all right so you get I'm ready. on the hot seat you're okay. in the hot seat okay First question to you is, who is your celebrity crush? I know. <laughs> Hi, Lisa here. In case you didn't know, I also own Simple Beauty Minerals, and I bet we have something in common. Dark spots, lines and wrinkles, under eye circles, skin redness, loss of lashes and brows. I know, right? But don't despair. With the right clean beauty formulas, habits, and makeup techniques, those issues can be a thing of the past. At Simple Beauty Minerals, I empower you to look and feel your best so you feel comfortable and enjoy all that life has to offer. Just message me here via the podcast or reach out to me at simplebeautyminerals.com or Instagram or Facebook at Simple Beauty Minerals. I'm here for you. I knew you were going to ask me something like this. This is so funny. And I really 
mostly don't have celebrity crushes anymore, but because mm-hmm. um, I think I'm so much more realistic about celebrities and how human they really are. I guess Absolutely. we know so much more about them. But if I had to choose and I'm going to date myself, I would say it's still Robert Redford. Oh, he's, he's amazing. I know. Why? He's, tell me, okay, tell us so why. He still makes my heart pump when I watch an old movie. My favorite's The Way We Were and oh, Three Days movie. of the it's Condor so with Faye okay. Dunaway is so sexy. Oh. Oh. Um, the Electric Horseman. I just I rewatched that, that with Jane Fonda. And oh, I love Jane Fonda. All all three of those movies and and several other ones that he are he's in, it, he has this cowboy aloofness. Yes, that I love the messy hair. He's rugged, dreamy eyes, uh-huh, and kind uh-huh. of that rebel attitude. And so that aloofness, that's the man I married. That's my husband. He's aloof. Really. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's great, and sometimes it bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> He's aloof. <laughs> so be careful, ladies, if you love you ask you for, know, yeah. cowboy aloofness. <laughs> um, but I also think even in more modern times, it's probably Kevin Costner, super oh, sexy. Good. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you could kind of see, you know, they're, they're blonde. Um, yeah. But I have so many other men and women that I admire. And I was going to say initially, Lisa, I was going to answer you because I really don't have celebrity crushes. I was going to say it's people who are uh, um, authors that I love, you know, that I've I get yeah. crushes on writers now. Well, it could mean anything. It doesn't yeah. even have to be the opposite sex or the sex that, you know, yeah, yeah. that you're attracted to. It doesn't. Yeah. It could be. And so that makes total sense. Getting yeah. crushes on authors. Why? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's just, it's really admiration. good to think about admiration. Who are right. people that we admire? But I, it was fun to think about. Right. Who's right. my celebrity crush? Yeah. Okay. So here's another fun thing to think about. What is your <laughs> spiciest opinion that most people or maybe just some people disagree with? Let's talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> and- That's kind of a biggie. I don't think I have any spicy opinions. Um, oh, come but, on. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I, I, nothing really comes to mind, but mostly because I think my opinions are, uh, I, I, are malleable. You know, in other words, I'm that person that I see all the sides of an argument and I can... I don't know if I'd be a good debater because I can, I really can put myself into both sides of an argument. So you can empathize with I most really do. Opinions, I really yes. do. However, I think one, you know, I've talked to people a lot in my past about my spiritual beliefs and they're kind of skeptical. Let me put it that way. But I'm still a believer and I'm still, and I'm very much the older I get, I'm more in touch with um, feeling and hearing from and getting direction from and communicating with people who have passed in my life. Really? And my daughter and I just had an experience where we both 
were touched and communicated with by the same person. Oh, can you talk about that a little bit? Okay. Um, my One of my favorite people on the earth was my acupuncturist who was in Santa Cruz, California. And she uh, healed me through a very, very tough period in my life where I lost the hearing in my right ear and developed tinnitus. And if anyone has tinnitus, you know, in the beginning, it's so disturbing. It is so worrisome. You don't know what's going on, but it takes over your life. Eventually, our bodies adjust to it. And I don't even hear it now unless... I talk about it, which I'm talking about it. So I'm hearing it. So you're hearing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Okay. But acupuncture has a really good solution for it. It can really calm down that tinnitus. So anyway, she became my world for uh, several years and I introduced her to my daughter. And unfortunately, about three years ago, she passed away from cancer which she had battled many, many years prior, but it came back. And the way that she, oh, the way that she passed was so inspiring to me and my daughter. My daughter spent a lot of time with her because she was still in the Bay Area at mm-hmm. the time. And um, recently, I ran into, I haven't had acupuncture since I've been here in Santa Fe, and I've been feeling like I really need it, like there's some blockages that I wanted to address, and um, I ran into a neighbor, and literally, I asked her, do you have an acupuncturist that you like? And she said, oh, yes, so-and-so, you know, you should go see her. I love her. And so, and that, at that moment, I pictured my Santa Cruz acupuncturist. She just came to me and she was saying, okay, I hooked you up. Now make the appointment. And so I was telling my daughter about it that night. And she said, oh, mom, she just came to me too. And she told me to call her husband, which I did. I checked in with him. Wow. Okay, yeah. that is really interesting. Yeah, the timing of that. Yes, and so then both would everyone paying attention? You pay attention, and I believe our our people, you know, our spirits right. will guide right. us. So that's right. my maybe a spicy thing that I believe in. Okay, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Um, now here's another kind of fun off the charts one. What is, or do you know, your Enneagram number or your Myers-Briggs personality? I know. Do you have an Enneagram do number? Do you I know? I do. Okay. I'm I pretty sure. Okay. I'm don't. pretty sure I'm a six, but. Okay. Oh, I'll have to look that up. No, uh, but I did Myers-Briggs, you know, in the computer industry, they're really mm-hmm. big on that. Now they use mm-hmm. DISC and other systems, but yes. back yeah. when I was there in the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, they use Myers-Briggs. And I'm actually an ENFP, which is extroverted, Ah, intuitive feeling, perceiving. Okay. So I think it's a good personality for communicating and kind of, I'm a people person. So that's kind of my, um, it's perfect personality, I think, to run an Airbnb, which is my 
that's one of my goals. Really? Life. Well, okay. Well, let's talk about that then. Yeah. Tell me about that goal. Cause I was going to ask you, what goals are you pursuing right now? Yeah. I, well, right now I'm getting more integrated into Santa Fe uh-huh. and kind of, and growing my business, but also my husband and I are, we're working toward having an Airbnb business on our property and picture wow. this, an Airstream, like a 28 foot Airstream nestled uh-huh. in the pinon trees and looking out onto the Arroyo. Wow. Yeah. What- and. So be glamping, basically. You'd be glamping. So is this what you're picturing for yourself when you're in your next dec- decades? Like when you were asking me about my next decade, so in your <laughs> 80s, 80s and 90s, is that how you see yourself? I would love to. I would absolutely love to. I would bake. I'd get up early and bake oh. my blueberry scones. <gasps> and that sounds lovely go cut wildflowers and put them in the Airbnb to welcome our guests and then just kind of chat with them as I'm on my way to walk my dog every morning. You know, they'll be out on the deck, maybe grilling something. Yeah. Just sitting there with a cup of coffee. Right. And I'll say, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah. (gasps) How are you doing? What's your plan for today? You know, because they'll be going hiking or going to an art museum or whatever they're going to do. Yes, I would definitely love to be um, welcoming strangers who become friends because everyone I know who has an Airbnb on their property that they actually you see, they become friends. That's inspiring. And I love that story and that vision, that feeling. You just painted that picture. I'm going to get up early. I'm going to bake my blueberry scones. I'm going to go pick wildflowers. I mean, that's lovely. My girlfriend who told me she had an Airbnb for a while and she said, Linda, I'm not going to dissuade you. She said, but don't be surprised if they tell you the next morning, I'm sorry, we're gluten free. So we didn't eat your blueberry scones. And I said, well, of, course okay. of course, that's going to happen. That's going So you have to work that into your pricing structure, right? Because you're throwing away or composting some blueberry scones. Exactly. Or eating them myself. Yeah. Oh, don't do that. I know. <laughs> oh, so funny. So I was going to ask you as your final question, um, who do you want to be when you grow up? But I feel like so flesh that out some more. So let's yeah. when you grow up, Linda, yeah. who do you want to be? I know. Well, <laughs> flesh that out some more. Let's talk about that. Let's dream and vision. Yeah. And I like you, what you said, you want to be doing what you're doing in t- 10 or 20 years. I will continue to work also. But I also, just for my inner development, I want to be a very, very wise woman who doesn't get rattled easily. Yes. And I want to be a woman who maintains a vegetable and herb garden and cooks beautiful, healthy meals and is surrounded by friends and family. And I know the right thing to say when someone is blue. And then I also want to be the kind of woman that has a belly laugh every day. <laughs> so do you mean you have a belly laugh now and you just want to do it every day or you want to learn how to have a belly laugh? 
So I don't have them every day. My husband used to give me belly laughs every day, but lately, not so much. You know, I think we just know each other so well. Um, I think it it would be great if I have a wide enough circle that I'm not depending on him to give me that belly laugh. I love having the goal of having a belly laugh every day. That's a great kind where tears come. Yes. Yes. That's just hysterical laughter where you, you can't even speak. You it's can't breathe. Yeah. It <laughs> it's a goal, ladies. It's a goal. It's the best goal ever. I yeah. love that. Yeah. This was fun. Is there anything else that you, that I didn't ask you or that you didn't get to share that you would have liked to with these questions? Well, I relate with you when you said on your bucket list, it is mm-hmm. to dance. Yes. And okay. I think that I would love to take dance lessons also, because I think when we get to be a certain age, if we aren't dancing constantly, that's something that could be really good for our health and our happiness. I think dancing is so happy. Don't you? Right. Oh, yeah. t- oh, it feels so yeah. good. And I used Plus to love moving, I took your body. jazz lessons and jazz dancing and dancing with a group and you're all kind of moving in the same direction. That's yes. infectious. So is that the kind of dance you would take is jazz or is there another? Okay. And so here's a question. I find it hard to find dance classes, not impossible, but hard to find some styles of dance classes for adults. Uh Uh-huh. Did you find that to be the case or were you able to I haven't looked yet. It's a bucket list. That's (laughs) right. It's a, what did you call it? A gotta do it, get it done. Get it going. Get it going list. (laughs) I love that. Okay. That was fun. Yeah, I that was super was fun. fun. So I here's my request. Here's my ask for everyone listening. If I would love to hear some of your answers to these questions, Ooh. send us a voice memo or send us a message, a DM on Instagram or a message on Facebook or just an email. Send us something. We'd love to hear your answers to some of these questions. and We'd love to get to know you too. That would be very fun. Very fun. I love and, our and audience. With your permission, yeah. I know. And with your permission only, we'd love to share some of these answers. Yeah. That would be really fun too. All right. That was our getting to know Lisa and Linda part two. And maybe part we'll two. do part three in a couple of years. Who knows? Yeah, in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back with your week's beauty and style tip. I am going to jump in with the beauty tip, Linda, if you're good with that. Thumbs good up. with that. Okay. This is about brows. I've really been into brows lately, uh, mostly because I've been searching for a way to flesh out my brow offerings. Uh, And I ran into a company called Cella Beauty. They're clean beauty. They focus on brows and some eyes, but brows specifically, which I loved. And I love that they were vegan and clean. And I took a brow training course. Oh my gosh. One of the key takeaways I learned from that <laughs> who would know that brow training course was that when you're using your brow uh, makeup, whether it be a pencil or a gel or a cream, even a powder, you want to outline your brows uh-huh. and then fill them in with short brush-like strokes. That was a key to me is outlining them instead of just going in and filling them in, but you can create the shape you want. And then the other key was highlight, when you're done with your brows, highlight just below the brow, even if you're not wearing any other makeup. So you take 
a light, either a matte beige or white or a shimmer, slight shimmer, um, and just dab it right under the brow. No makeup or with full makeup on. And it's a gorgeous way to enhance your brows and open up your eyes. And I think brows really finish off your look. And I've talked about brows before, but I'm really delving more into it now. Thank you. So, because that's confusing. They are confusing, especially when we start you know, losing our brows. Exactly. So the trick is to get the right shade, yep. the right formula, meaning pencil, powder, or gel, or a combination, and then to learn the simple technique. And then it becomes super easy. And, and you, there's different styles of brows, really natural to really more polished. There's like a yeah. continuum. So I can help you with all that. And if you want to check out Cella Beauty, I have a code for you that gives you 20% off on your first, first order. Uh, it's also, I'm going to be carrying it on my site at simplebeautyminerals.com. But here's the code. It's Lisa D10. So Lisa, L-I-S-A, D, as in Datori, 10. So Great. Yeah. that gives you 20% off on your first order at Chella Beauty. But uh, you can certainly check them out. You can also go to simplebeautyminerals.com and search for brows and find them too. So that was my oh, tip. Yes, those brows. Things? So important. Brows. Even if I'm not wearing any other makeup, I do my brows and I put a little lip color. That's it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because they define you your me face. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Great. So there. What's your All style right. tip? Okay. So speaking of looking expensive, were oh. we? No, we weren't. Yes, we were. Brows. <laughs> Brows make you look expensive. Yeah. Uh, everyone wants to look expensive when they walk out the door. To me, yes. expensive doesn't mean, you know, it. you're not a millionaire or billionaire. You just want to look like, ooh, you spent money on that outfit when in reality, you probably did You didn't. may not have. You mm -hmm. just look pulled together. Pull together, polished, expensive, polished. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. So I've got like a few tips that might get you there. Um, okay. Number one is this should be easy for most women because most women that I see love to wear neutral colors. So you look expensive when you wear a beautiful gray, silver, camel, all white or all black. So those are very expensive looks, colors um, of looks, and something like a crisp white blouse, a well-fitting black pant, and a, a camel overcoat, okay. or some other neutral in your overcoat, maybe something a little bit lighter. You get bonus points for camel or black booties or mules with <laughs> that. points, okay. Yeah, so camel <laughs> is a beautiful, expensive color. Okay, so go ahead. So if you're a cool tone, would taupe work the same? Taupe is great. Yep. Okay. Yep, because that's like a brown gray. Okay. okay, another way you can look expensive, I think, is to wear a faux or real leather jacket. They're really big this year. Leather that looks soft and buttery. They're making faux. I have a faux leather purse that nobody knows isn't real leather. It's wonderful. Right, you and can't tell anymore. Not too many details and a good fit with your leather jacket. So a leather jacket makes you look expensive. A structured handbag looks more expensive than a floppy or a cloth 
handbag. And then invest in a great coat. It's something that you can throw on over a very light outfit um, and you're going to be warm. But I see so many great trench coats this year that right. look expensive. So I think a black trench coat has a rich, elegant look. And even camel trench coats look expensive. And then last but not least is a great belt. It really, it elevates your outfit. So I even agree. if you're just wearing jeans, a really great belt with gorgeous, shiny hardware is going to look rich. So, nice. Yeah. Walk there out the door. Put something have, on that looks expensive. We have polished brows and our perfectly neutral quaffed outfit. That's right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of right, the right adjective. All right. All right. Uh, and now we're done. Yes? Yes. Now we're done. Thank you for being here and listening to the entire Living Visibly Over 50 podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Your five-star rating, wink, wink, and review helps us reach more women so they too can get a confidence boost to show up and stand out over 50. And be sure to head over to simplebeautyminerals.com for your beauty and skincare needs and truecolorsbylinda.com to enroll in a color and style course. But wait, bonus! We are running a contest. Leave us a written review on iTunes, screenshot your review and message us to Instagram or Facebook and you'll be entered into the contest. We'll choose a winner once a month who will receive a 15% gift code from both Lisa and Linda.